the woke folks say it, but they don't believe it. I say it, and I believe it. Why can't we all just get along? Why can't you have the option to, if you want to watch Cuties, I'm going to watch Cuties. And if I want to watch Dave Chappelle and enjoy Dave Chappelle, I'm going to... Y'all watched his show, right? I w- I've watched every special Who did he go life. hardest against? Uh, LBGTQ. On his show? On Well, on... Oh, the original... The Chappelle show. Oh, Chappelle show. The, his last special, his last comment was a one... Like Don't a, spoil it for Herm. He hasn't watched yet. No, it, it, but it was a 30-second comment, and it dropped Mike. Fuck you. I'm out of here. Yeah. On his show, he went harder against black people than anybody oh, else, and he's a black guy. The, the best skit he did was the blind black Clayton racist. Bigsby. <laughs> Clayton Bigsby. <laughs> so you say that. And Jews, ninjas, and all <laughs> sorts of Chinese people. You say that, and over the last two I weeks. I said ninja. Over the last two weeks, I've been watching Chappelle's show on Netflix. Again, a fucking genius. He, I don't give a shit whether you're looking at Half-Baked from 1993. Amazing movie. To now. He puts a microscope on today's society and gives you the ugly truth about what's going on. Second best skit, and I say this because he kind of put a spin on what black people think about other black people and then you bring a black person in who going back to colin powell say it i know wayne brady wayne brady <laughs> go find Chappelle's show on your nearest streaming please, service and find the if, wayne if, brady episode if you if and wayne had so much fun doing it he said he loves dave oh my god i mean and but the they funniest came, shit they is, came up to get they came up together in the stand-up world is wayne brady gonna have to choke a bitch <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Murphy. That's a. I watched that episode. Those two episodes. Rick uh, James. There were T-shirts. For fuck's sake, I'm Rick. I had one. I'm Rick James, bitch. <laughs> They're actual true stories. Yes. Because Rick James is intercut. As and, a, uh, uh, wait, what? What was uh, originally? It was just a uh, uh, Mooney first name. Paul Mooney. Paul. Wait, Paul Mooney. Yep. And then he changed it to Negro Domus. <laughs> Negro Thomas, that was on the, the, yeah, that was the third ne- episode. The, right. And But to listen to the stories that Charlie Murphy told, because he was older than Eddie, um, you know that they're genuine. They're true. Yes. And Rick James is like, I never fucking said that. No, I didn't and do that. Nobody, and nobody, uh, this is a, Herm will tell you, this is something I used to say back in the day. Nobody white said shit. <laughs> exactly. And now... <laughs> And now a now, black man goes out and says things and he says, Hey, I support LGBTQ, but why you gotta shove it down my throat? White people go nuts. Well, and that's my point, Chris, is that he puts a, a, a microscope on the current events of the decade that he's lived in since ninety three. Um I think half Is he really that young? He's not He wasn't much. born in ninety three. No, 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 no. He's Oh, from, since he arrived. Arrived. Okay. He went his um his stand-up career started at uh, Catch a Rising Star, I think. Uh, Mitzi... Mitzi Shore. Mitzi Shore's place. and But he came up with... Uh, what's his name? Wayne Brady. He came up with those guys that are in our age bracket between 40 to 50. Mm-hmm. And he's seen everything from that fucked up... Phase Where these 18-year-olds now have only seen nothing. Well, they see... They ain't seen shit. They see stingers and they see people who pull out, you know, they, t- oh, yeah, he, you know, I saw, at, you know, I saw it fucked up. Facebook back in today. our day, he who cried the loudest got picked on the most. Now he who cries or she or it or fucking Shim. running, 
those who cry the loudest get the most attention. Right, and and but he puts a microscope on the on the society, society, as, a society whole, as a whole, in my opinion, and then. I don't know. I in what what has changed from 2003-2004 when his show was on to now in 2021 where you like you said the woke folk are up in arms about what he had to say about L- LGBTQ and just society as a whole. I mean, it it just it it baffles me because to me my mind's been this, my mind's just been the same since I was like 16, 17 years old. But you've grown and progressed as, but I progre- as you go along. I progress with the times and I, I, I adapt my sense my delicate sensibilities, finger quotes. That word, <laughs> sensibility, that is awesome. And I'm gonna do any decision I make in life, whether it to be to oh, do I wanna buy this truck? Do I wanna sell this? Do I wanna do that? It's to my sensibilities. Do I want to lick Big Herm's butthole? That's something you think about. Um, not late. Not 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 in the last hour. Hey hey, the bacon jam. Uh, I might lick his butt for bacon jam. Okay, just check, just checking. Um, but what what's changed in the last twenty, almost twenty years from when he p- premiered as a comedian, and put that microscope. To the public. Oh my God, that would be twenty-eight years if he came up in ninety-three. Jesus. I'm just old. saying. I'm just saying twenty years. Well, Mike's old. The rest of us are okay. I'm just saying twenty years from the Chappelle show oh, to yeah, yeah. his his Netflix stand-up <laughs> comedy specials, which I fucking love because every time he brings up a topic, he's on point. He he gets it. He understands. And for him to walk away in two thousand five or two thousand six from the Chappelle show, he said, "Fuck it." I'm moving to my farm in fucking Oregon or wherever. Ohio. Ohio. He went home. And he could. And he had billions in the bank or high high hundreds of millions. Because he didn't want to kowtow to what Comedy Central wanted to do. He didn't want to bend, and I love that. But wait, isn't Comedy Central the same network that still puts out South Park, which is still raunchy as ever? Oh, dude, you watch South Park on uh, Hulu or whatever, Amazon. It's fuck pussy shit dick, but nobody asshole. white says shit. Nobody says anything. Why is it That's a problem? A t-shirt, Mike, get on it. Why is it a problem that if Dave Chappelle, as an outstanding entertainer, number one, number two, and I'm gonna put number two here because it, to me it doesn't make a difference whether he's black or white. A black entertainer puts this shit on on blast, and he catch, catches shit from it. From a fucking company, I guarantee you, there's not one black person on the board of fucking committee. Not one. I, I won't speak to that because uh, I don't I'm, know. I'm just speculating. There is not, probably not. I would question how many people during that walkout were of African-American descent. And I'm by a, the way, I'm going to tell you this now. This is the only episode where I'm going to use African-American because not every black person is from Africa, you racist cunts. I'm not doing this. <laughs> no, don't I, say the C no, word. When I, I, I was at 94, 95-ish, there was a little six-year-old girl who um, permeated my existence. Uh, Herm knows her, little Sasha. You remember little Sasha? This little Sasha comes home from school and she says, guess what? I have a new African-American friend. He just moved into the area. I'm like, oh, yeah, what's his name? Oh, his name is whatever the fuck. And I'm like, oh, cool. He goes, she goes, yeah, he's from Jamaica. 
I'm like, um, well, Sasha, I hate to break this to you, then he's not African American. Yes, he is. He's black. No, he's Jamaican American. He's from Jamaica. No, he's black. I'm arguing with a fucking six year old, but the point was still true. Not every black person's an African American. Not everybody with a greasy hairdo is Italian. Not everybody who trips over their own feet is Polish. Just let's get past all the fucking stereotypes and say, this is my friend. Exactly. And I, I, I think that's what Chappelle has always tried to do. His mission in his career and his comedy life has been to, I'm going to expose every little nerve that I can and pick at it to get the reaction. And that reaction, whether it's positive or negative, is what he wants to he wants to start a conversation. And what did we say in our introductory episode, Chris? If you can't be, we want to start a conversation. We want to have a, a, a exchange of ideas, but if you don't have that ability, get the fuck out. Exactly. And, the, and I think that this is very timely for our podcast. I think it's very timely for the situation we're in, in America right now. We don't want to have the back and forth conversation. Okay. I, I have to say this and uh, you just sparked a little memory, but it's recent. Um, I work with a young man named Shan. Very cool guy. Love Shan to death. I'm, I'm doing the uh, Wakanda gimmick because that's our thing. Um, Shan is not white. <laughs> but I said something to him one day months ago about how I, you know, I'm making a joke. Like, I run this shit. I run this motherfucker. He goes, oh, okay, so you're the king of the Wakanda tribe. And I did the thing, and he did the thing. I'm like, you know what? You're my deputy chief. If I'm the chief of the tribe, you're my deputy chief. Every fucking day i see that kid we do the cross arm wakanda gimmick and we have fun with it earlier tonight i said something to him and he said something about my privilege card i'm like oh look i'm wearing it right here we're having a good laugh together and that's what's important and shannon's a younger guy i'm gonna guess he's about 23 but that's that that's a kid that is has escaped the woke folk stupidity of the dave Chappelle story He's probably a guy who's watched the Eddie Murphy at least once in his life. And, you know, forget all those movies Eddie Murphy made after he got married and had 74 kids. Nutty Professor. Not just that, but was it Pluto Jones or Pluto Nash or Nash Nor- Bridges or whatever the fuck it was? Norbit. Norbit, yeah. See, <laughs> Bowfinger. All crap movies. Seriously. But here's a guy that just basically puts all his Chappelle crap to bed. This one guy, Shan, and if you're out there, Shan told you to listen. I told you I'd give you a shout out, you rat bastard. There, There's a guy that gets it, and I wish the rest of you would get it. Comedy is supposed to be fun. I, I just want to implore upon you, Chris, that here at the beautiful studio, the next time you decide you're going to be sliding to Biden, flush the fucking studio toilet, please. Dude, I was... All right. So the last five times we've met, this is the first time I set the shit up before you guys got here. <laughs> I had to take a dump <laughs> of epic proportions because of Big Herm's goddamn barbecue because that's what I had oh, for breakfast. Oh, you're to blame this on Big no, Herm. No, I'm not blaming him. I'm just telling. Because I had Big Herm's barbecue for l- breakfast and lunch. I'm like, I got a crap. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. The best press kit on the world and pork butt. Absolutely. Um, so anyway, uh, leading into our next topic, uh, this is something that I incurred 
uh, last night. <laughs> and two weeks ago and three weeks ago. And two and three weeks ago. I'm going to say internet bullies. Don't call them bullies. Call them what they really are. They're cunts. Fucking keyboard bitches. Keyboard warriors. Keyboard warriors. And everybody, everybody can... <clears throat> You're the best warrior behind your little gimmick, whether it be your iPhone, your Droid, your um, laptop, whatever. <clears throat> I came across a post last night on Facebook Marketplace in, in the New London... <laughs> Uh, swap shop, whatever the fuck it was. It, it, the most innocuous thing. It was a couch, like a sectional. That was. Be clear, it wasn't just a couch. <laughs> this right. looked like a meth den. <laughs> All right, so the kid, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say the kid was probably maybe 23, 24, 25. Give or take. Give or take. Um, he posted on the New London Swap Shop that he had this couch for sale for 200 bucks. I'm a member of all those swap shop kind of things on the Facebook gimmick. Caller number 27, you're live on swap shop. Go ahead. <laughs> What's your name and what are you selling? Uh, I got chickens and shit. <laughs> I got- Uncle, Uncle Mike, Michael Burns, man. I, oh. Anyway, I digest. You um, digest? <laughs> yeah. Well, because I took a shit in the fucking toilet earlier. Clearly, yeah, you digested, digested <laughs> earlier, you sick bastard. Continuing uh, on. So anyway, he has a sectional couch, which is, I I don't even know what the fuck it was. It, it looks like a Bob special. It was disgusting is what it was. It was this tan monstrosity of fucking filth. And he posted it and said, slight dog damage. <laughs> With a cushion that was from the back half of the couch down to the bottom half, ripped apart. Then he took the bottom cushions off and posted pictures of those that had dog hair, debris, I don't know, fucking road salt, whatever, underneath. And I, this is the comment I made. I can't, I wish I could go to Facebook and tell you exactly what I said, but. No, because bitch fist deleted it. Yeah, the little cunt face deleted it. Is that I said, hey, just you know, FYI, um, I had a a well used dog couch as well, and I just gave it away for free. Just saying, that's all I said. And then another another guy, previous to me, had said basically the same thing, saying that uh, maybe you should just give it away. So he, in turn, <laughs> instead of being Instead of private message, private messaging me and saying, "Hey, dude, I'm just trying to get a couple bucks for this," I would have been cool with that. He then tells this other gentleman, "You don't like it? Shut the fuck up." That was an exact quote, by the way. So I then, in turn, said, "We're trying to be polite here, and we're trying to be gentlemen, and not." not re- retort to being an asshole about this situation. I said, what I said had nothing to do with ju- judging your character or questioning what you were doing. But did it? But wasn't it? No, it was judging the couch. I oh, was there. Oh, were you buying the couch? That's were Here you, we go. Then, buying the couch? And that's were you going to buy the couch? 
and that interested in buying the couch? No. Then there's no fucking comment for you to make. Ladies and if gentlemen. I'm selling a tractor and you don't need a fucking tractor. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Ladies and gentlemen, our producer, Woke McGee. <laughs> He didn't ask you for your fucking opinion. He said, if you want to buy the couch, here's the pictures, send me the fucking money. Shut the fuck up. You should have messaged him privately first. All right, Herm, I'm sorry I hit a nerve. I'm sorry I poked poked your little prostate gland there. I'm just throwing it out there. No, I, Is that a Super Bowl ring? Why are you going up into my prostate? <laughs> and I understand what you're saying. When you come across as genuine and being just a gentleman and a saying salesman, a, a, trying to be, like kind of put a spin on it and saying, "Hey, just so you know, I had success giving my couch away." I'm sorry. Little did I know that Dickhead McGee over here was going to be the guy that did that. I, I thought he'd be like, "Yeah, fuck that dude." No, he went totally ape shit on your ass. No, because when some asshole makes the same fucking comment on something I'm trying to sell. Shut up. I'm obviously not selling to you. <laughs> You're not my customer. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> Moving on. I made a comment, another comment saying, hey, you never know. I may want to put that in my basement for my dogs or whatever the fuck I said. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, I found success in, 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 in an article that like destructive condition dogs can be brutal on a couch and just give it away hey come take it or take it to the fucking dump bring bring friends right or i'll bring it to the dump for you <laughs> or bring a mcchicken yeah. <laughs> bring a mcchicken <laughs> hey, that was a, that was my favorite comment that he said and i understand why people react in that fashion but when i am making a comment to just ad- Advice you weren't being an asshole. You're just kind of saying, I was "Hey, saying, hey bro, dude, hey, bro." Um, I gave away a couch like this two years ago, and it went like fucking in a day. It went. I I, I hadn't my old refrigerator. I could have posted it for four hundred bucks. I sold it for a hundred, and the first woman that said, "Can you take a hundred bucks for it?" Absolutely, come get it. Helped her load it in her in her truck. I'll take a fucking McChicken at this point. Yeah, Jesus uh, uh, you know, I'm just trying to downsize. I'm trying to purge the shit I have my in my life. I've already paid for it. I've already used it. Anything I get above, I don't know, like a hundred bucks, a hundred bucks or higher, I'm gonna take it. Well, uh, all right. So you know, you know, Chris and Mike both know what my wife and I do as a side side job. Prostitution. <laughs> now that's. That's the third job. Okay, sorry. Um, oh, the dog rescue. Dog gimmick. rescue. Yeah, that's the second job. So I'd rather give something to a person in need than try to milk a dime out of it. Right. We went to the Montfield Animal Control two weeks ago, and we donated a bunch of dog food that we had that through the rescue or through uh, the, the Montfield Dog Park that we had collected. And it was just in the shed. It was just, you know, just collecting dust. We're like, we don't need this food. They don't eat this food. I'm going to give it, I'm going to pay it forward. So we went to the Montville ACO, met with a lovely lady that works there, and she took it in, in, took it in stock and put it back in the shed. And as we were standing there, she got a call for kittens that were under a house Right down the road. Burn the house down. Yeah. 
they were in the in the crawl space under the house. So my wife, out of the kindness of her heart, and I wasn't really listening to the conversation. I was just, you know, humping dog food into the shed. Volunteered to, oh, Chris and I will go help you get those cats out of there. Of course you of will. Of course we will. Uh, <sighs> the dumb fuckery never stops. So, to me, paying it forward with, with kindness and donations and just being a civil person pays me more in karma and just being a good person than cash can ever can ever carry okay now i want to because this just again sparking a memory can everybody remember and just let's go around the room your very first car lynch start with you what was your very first my car? very first car was a 1984 plymouth horizon tc1 that my mom owned um, ah, you don't have to go any further we just need to know the goddamn make and model shut up you make everything into a goddamn production Fuck love you. you always have her what was your first car 71 vw super beetle Nice. Yep, I remember that. Mine was a 1984 Renault Encore that I drove into the ground for years. Now, I'm saying this to go back to your point. As those cars got to be, they were hunks of junks when we got them. But I would never put a busted-ass vehicle on a swap shop-type website and say, yeah, I'm looking for five grand. That's just dumb. That's just now you're just looking to fuck somebody out of their own money. Well, I see that a lot yeah, now. Isn't there an ass for every seat? I wouldn't doubt it. A <laughs> keyhole for every b-hole is working. There's an ass for every seat. I wouldn't doubt it. If you're, but okay, I'm gonna go to his point. If there's a guy out there who said, "Oh, a Renault Encore, yeah, that might have been a shitbox car," but if I can redo that, and he wants what? Let me start negotiation. Different, but for a shitbox car. If you get $5,000, God love you, you should be working for the goddamn government. What? But this, what this guy was doing last night was basically, here's my shit. You can see how tore up it is. I want 200 bucks. Eat shit sideways, you fuck. Well, and that, that's just it. I mean, you can put a price tag on anything. I can put a price tag on this fucking piece of paper here. That's going to be worth a lot in a couple of years. That's the, our that's our format right or there. Or this killer CD from 2000. That's not worth eight, but that's not worth eight cents. That's a coaster. It, 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 yeah. Sorry, Jackie, why, if you're listening. Why, I still why, is it, why is it on the table? Okay. T- to my point, I can put a price tag on anything in this room right now. I have pop-up. Uh, what, what can you get for Big Herm? Hmm. Probably a lot. Buck, buck two ninety eight. I mean, let's be honest here. He, he, he's, he, he's got value. Okay, I'm gonna start the bidding at a buck ninety eight, a buck two ninety eight, and see where we go. But I can put a price on any of those race car models over there. My comic books, my pop vinyls, my record collection, my fish, my guitars behind me, my little movie posters here. You got be- a lot of good shit. Because I asked that price, doesn't mean I'm gonna get that price. I can say I want 20 bucks for that Army of Darkness poster. Okay, now, uh, counterpoint. If somebody reaches out to you and says, hey, I see you've got that dogfish head uh, metal sign. Yep. You're asking $85. I don't think it's worth that. Would you take 40 I would begin, Now the negotiation begins. I would begin negotiation. It's not a matter of... That's not what Cunty McWonder fart did. <laughs> he... Yeah, but but to, to be... Here we go. To be the liberal asshole again, 
Um, did you start a negotiation or did you just shit on a product he was selling? He gave him advice. That's I did. All he did. Did he ask for advice or did he ask for somebody to buy his shit? Ladies and gentlemen, we're looking for a new producer. I'm a business owner. Unlike anybody here, I'm a business owner. <laughs> yes, you my are. My prices are my prices. You don't want to pay it? You're not my fucking That client. I get. In the, Would you like to negotiate? You're provi- yes. No, wait, 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 wait. wait. All you're going to do is offer an opinion on my shit? Fuck you! Go buy your own twenty thousand okay. dollars worth of equipment. Okay. Let let me go. Li- let me go, liberal asshole, or maybe the other way. What you do is you provide a service. Mm-hmm. You're coming in with your equipment, your lights, the music, the atmosphere. You are. You want to tell you. You want to hear what I think you do. You provide entertainment and atmosphere. An experience. Experience. Right. That's the word I'm going to use. Right. You provide an experience. You're not selling a meth-infested, piss-covered no, couch no, I'm for not. 200 bucks. No, I'm not. There are people on the planet that might think that I'm, I don't do a good job. They're, and I'll tell I'm, them to go and, fuck themselves with right, a cactus and not get kicked off Facebook. that could have the opinion that the service that I'm selling is not worth the money I'm asking. Those people are allowed to, uh, to, to think that and say anything they want. You want to say it? That's fine. Fuck off. I'm not trying to market to you. However, if you wanted to look at my prices and then come to me and say, you know, you're asking X amount of dollars, but we only have Y in our budget, would you consider that's opening That starts the negotiation. That starts Offering a- advice. I didn't ask you for advice. I don't look. If you come to me and tell me how to run my business and how I should be DJing, I tell you to get the fuck away okay. from my Okay. No, no. Okay. Uh, side note. What if I was another DJ? And I said, you know, Mike, hey, the, 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 the current going rate for this is this. And your charge, you know, the current going rate for a lot of this is X. You're charging Y.5. Do you think maybe you want to move it down? And that's, that's a different conversation altogether. It's a private conversation. Correct. It should have been started privately, not out in the middle of anywhere. You see how he's pissing all over your point? I love this. I, then, no, this, is where, no, this, no, this, no, is, this is where it's going to go. I love this. This is fantastic. This is why, this, that's for the client. That's for a potential client to ask me. You were not even a potential client. You were being the keyboard warrior under a guise of trying to help from his front porch. I disagree to an extent. From his front porch. From his front not porch. Not that he was doing it. From his front uh, porch. He was doing it from his basement. His mom was making him Hot Pockets That's at the time. From where he was, it could have been the only fucking thing he owned to sell. According to him, he owns pool tables I'm, and he's awesome saying, successful. I'm just saying. Then again, I'm the king of England. Advice. If he came to you and asked for advice, then you can give it to Junction him. Dysfunction at gmail.com. is just an ass. No, th- th- this is why I like, like this format. But we're getting... And you're not even angry right now. I, I love I, this. No, 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 no. I'm not angry either. It's no, but you're a little bit hot, and I love I'm that. I, we want hot no, Lynch. That's a, that's... <laughs> he texted me last night and said, I want angry Lynch back. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? The guy from the phone calls, motherfucker. You can blame therapy for that. <laughs> I'm in therapy, too, and I'm still the angriest motherfucker I know, other than uh, Bacon Jam over here, but... <laughs> No, who no, just got no. out at you for shit you didn't even really do? I understand where Mike is coming from, and the, I don't again, fuck him. It goes to my the the fucking foundation of this podcast is to have this discussion, open it to discussion. I can hear his point. I can uh, now I know. And at no point did you cancel him. No, good. At this point, I I'd know how he for the sweatshirt. I wouldn't cancel him for anything else. I like the Broncos. You're gay too. Fuck you. Can I say that? You know how I know you're gay. I can say that because it's from a movie. We established that. We're going to have like 
14 people walk out now of the podcast. They're all from Netflix. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I still pay my 12 bucks a month each shit. Well, I still got my 15 bucks for your burger, by the way. Oh, your meat, by the way, Mike. Dude, he, I had a similar situation a few weeks ago. All right, all right. let's hear it. Are no, you I, on? And I've got... I've, I am on. All right, let's on. let's get let's actually right, bring so, him in for this so, one. So, uh, uh, professional chef, certified food code safety, the whole nine. Um, one of the things that bothers me is the people that sell just food they've cooked out of their kitchen on Facebook. All right, as somebody who's gone through school, somebody who's gone through the classes to learn how to keep an, a food production environment safe. Uh, for everybody that comes through and how to identify all those food making issues with cleanliness and whatnot somebody was making food and selling it the only question i asked was do you have a serve safe certificate who now, are you to step on their dick now, why are no, you on their front porch I'm i just not. want i just wanted to i uh, wanted yes, to bring but here's the, but here's the thing <laughs> doesn't like yes. it when it's got to no actually it wasn't <laughs> But I didn't shit on anything. Okay. All I did was ask if you were qualified to be doing the job you're doing because I am interested in your product. There's a little However, bit of a difference of selling a couch and selling food, and right, right, I got right, right. you but, on but that. But here it is, and that's the thing. So all I did was ask, do you have your serve safe certification? Food handler. Did not ask if she was a certified manager, if she was a certified teacher. I literally didn't ask if she was uh, had the health department... Um, I, it was cakes and cookies and pies. All I wanted to know, and she was, do you have a serve safe certificate? Are you, I'm not even asking if you have a cottage food license. I just want to know if you have shown. All right. That you I, I, I got to show my ignorance here. What right. is a cottage? Food so license? serve safe and cottage food. I know what right. serve safe a cottage, is. Cottage food is food that does that, that you can do that doesn't require refrigeration. So Thank you. Say like the cookies and pies I can sell. Bake sale stuff. It's kind of that. You, okay. you can do it out of your home and there's a separate smaller food service license and you have to go through it. You have to have the water tested. You have to prove a couple of things. I'm up to speed. Department. Move along with You're your good. story. So all I did was ask if she had a serve safe certificate. I got lit up by people left and right. Oh, <laughs> you're an asshole, this, that, and the other. You know, I'm not, I said. All I am is a, a person in the industry. I'm a professional chef. I just wanted to know before I ordered food from her if she had the qualifications. Another keyboard warrior that is, uh, uh, and, and then we get a keyboard. Oh, so you're stuck up and full of yourself and this, that, and all the other things that people assume about Wow, chefs. that sounds like the conversation we were in last night. Well, it, and, and it had nothing to do with me shitting on her. There was no shitting on her or telling her her food looked like crap. All I wanted to know is pre-sale, the same way as if you walked into a restaurant, you'd like to look around and see that they have a health board. Oh, I'll do you one better. A health department sign. Somewhere. You're going to buy a new car. Does this have brakes? What the fuck do you need brakes for? Get in the car and so drive. I didn't shit on the car. I wasn't shitting on the car you're trying to sell. All I wanted to know if the if the if your foods had a feature or this. Now that situation completely unwarranted. All right. All I wanted to know was, are you qualified before I buy your food? I was a potential customer. I was actually going to her and trying to start a conversation. It never got that far because other assholes. So I removed the comment and said, "Fine, I'm not buying your food." Turn off your mic. You're banned from the show. Well, no, and, and that's kind of what happened. You're banned last, from the show. That's, and I appreciate his point because I understand that. So, so do I. It's a, it's a service. Somebody had to get banned in the first episode. Mike, no, you're banned from the show. No, the, 
they're providing one week food to people and knowing that you've gone through the sanitation process in your kitchen's clean and you have the, your water's good and all your oh, right. I'm not judging the quality of your food I'm I'm, I'm asking I'm, a fucking question let's, let's walk the dog back for a minute would you go to his restaurant well I mean you already found out this past Saturday at Big Herm's Fall Roaster which again I can't say enough good things about Everything was delicious. Everything was fantastic. Da, 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 da. So you find out, hey, Big Herm works at uh, Jimmy Jack Funk's Gimmick Schneebits down there on uh, East Post Road in wherever the fuck, New Jersey. Not, but in three weeks, you'll understand why we're not going to tell you where we're from ever again. Yeah. <laughs> well, but if you look up his restaurant, they got a slew of one-star reviews. In today's day and age, I'm saying you know how he cooks. You're still going to go to his restaurant to try it out. But in today's day and age, if he's got a slew of one-star reviews, do you go? If you're today's woke folk gimmick schnabitz. If I had personally had his food at his at his house and the way it was prepared on Saturday, absolutely. Because people... It, it, my whole point in going into this keyboard warrior thing was I experienced a similar situation when I posted um, an item... On Facebook for sale in the marketplace, <clears throat> and I asked a certain price for it. And my reply to them was, "Okay, if you'd like to come take a look at it, we can start negotiations after you look at the item." Makes sense. So we can come to an agreement that give me your input as to why you want to give me this amount of, amount of money, not what I'm asking, but. I want your advice. Tell me. Shut up. One episode. That's all I ask. <laughs> tell, First episode, Jones. Tell tell me why you 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 have this this input, and tell me why you have these feelings about why you want to give me this for this item. Right. Um. And all I got was fuck you, take my money, or go fuck yourself. I'm like, eat shit and live. Move on. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. Okay. And Mike brought up a point. He's a business owner. Correct. I was a business owner at 16 years old. I had two businesses. Prostitution does not count. No. I ran a paper route. Same. And I owned a baseball card store. Ooh, nice. All that shit that you... Well, not all of it, but a lot of that stuff there, comic books and baseball cards, I got in the mid-80s to late early 90s running a baseball card shop out of the old Denison's candy store. On Flanders Road and Mystic, with I know that place. Hey, I I might have been there. Let's pro- not get off topic. But I I started running that store when the two guys who actually owned it were they were a couple years older than me, so they were off in college. And they say, "Hey, Chris, I, we know you like baseball cards and comic books. Do you want to come run the store?" <clears throat> and I would deal with customers coming in with their Beckett's Baseball Card Monthly magazine. Show me a card and say, this is book price. I want book price. I'm like, book price is book price. Where, where's my meat in, meat in this potato? Agreed. So if the card says it's worth 80 bucks, I might give you 60. I need it, to make it. It's, it's, it's Pawn I'm Stars. It, uh, it's, it, it's Pawn Stars. I was uh, going to say, it's a Pawn Stars issue. They only know retail value. I'm giving it to you because I have Okay, I got to. Right. Um, and it's an. How much in demand is this is this item? Okay. So now going back to my point 
is that I've watched pickup trucks that are 12 years old. So people asking $45,000 for them. The fuck? You better suck my dick while I'm driving. Let me give you some clarity. Go ahead. I've taken those cars, run them through KBB and um, what's the other? Nada. Online with the information provided in private sale retail right now for those items. They're within a couple thousand dollars plus or minus their asking value. So, so, so here's the, here, I get it. here's the caveat. We, when we were looking for a new Explorer, why are we driving a Jeep Grand Cherokee limited downstairs? Because you can't find what you're looking for nowadays. I get it. Um, years ago, and you know this, I was uh, big into not NASCAR diecast collecting. And I didn't exactly get the stuff you got at Walmart. I got the high-end stuff. You went to hobby shops. Hobby shops online, yeah. uh, racetracks. You go to the racetrack. Yeah, they they have these. They, have, they sell them right off the hauler. Yeah, and I had the good shit. And if I bought online, I always asked what number, production number is on the bottom of the car, because on the first hundred, are always mint. And some of these people didn't know what they have. So if you get something like, and I'm not blowing him up because he's my favorite, but I'm just going to use Kevin Harvick as an example. Kevin Harvick, Hershey's milk chocolate car. It was a gorgeous car. And I said, what? It was the number 29 uh, Good Wrench Chevrolet, but they did the Hershey's gimmick that week at that race. And uh, what number's underneath the car? And they said, number 16. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll take it. They don't know what they have. Why are you asking about the, the number under the car? Because I know what it's worth. Now, of course, I bought, you know, you know the regular paint scheme. I bought every... He had a KISS paint scheme in 2004, for fuck's sake. I bought it off the truck. Unfortunately, you buy it off the truck. You get whatever number you get. Right. Whatever. I turned so much money because I knew what I was doing. But some of these people that come in and try to sell stuff don't know what they're doing and i'm gonna go back to couch boy for just a minute he thinks this piss infested torn up bullshit of a couch is gonna turn him 200 bucks good on him for asking for it bad on him for and again i'm gonna go with herm for a second unsolicited advice is not everybody's cup of tea i'm sometimes not a fan of unsolicited advice but i'll always listen this guy didn't even bother. Well, and it, to it, me, it shows the difference between adults and children. His reaction was way over the top for the two people, including myself. I was the second person to say something. And we were both. So very, he's not the asshole in this situation, Herm, just to let you know. The first guy made a very similar comment. And I replied to his comment. Right. Saying, I was there. I watched the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, you watched the whole thing go down. I might and, have interjected seven or 8,000 times. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> you know. I'm not unfuckable, but I'm not the guy you fuck with. Um, uh, I don't know about the first part. I'm not unfuckable. Okay. Anyway. I, 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 that's what I said. I'm not unfuckable, but I'm not the guy you fuck with. <laughs> You're missing my point, dude. I know a, what you I'm said. I'm being an asshole. And Herm, can, <laughs> and Herm can tell you on the way here, there might have been a little pit stop going on. We don't want to piss off the uh, LGBTRGL gimmick Jones. But anyway, the, it, it's not about what he said. It's how he, how he presented himself. Oh, so finally that comes to light. 
It, it's after you give me 45 minutes of a mouthful of shit last night on the phone. What? How many times have I told you, you mentioned it earlier in the show, what pissed me off about the situation we're not going to talk about because I haven't gotten permission from the person to uh, talk yeah, about we're, it. We're, we're going to... Everybody has missed the point, and I think, and you just said it, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Boom. My name's Chris Burns, and I approve that message, but we're not done. He still got well, it. And, no. and I understand. I could tell you you were a little hot last night. I was a lot hot last night. I could tell. I just know your reactions and when you're, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, that actually means I'm listening if I go, uh-huh. No, but you, uh-huh. you had you had that extra There was oomph, oomph to it. Oomph to the uh-huh. I got you. You, you know? all know that. You two in this room know that. And and th- drawing off of that is the way he reacted to both of our comments is what people kind of pop and I don't know if you saw it before the post got taken down, is between the hours, what what time did I call you? Eleven thirty. Fuck, it was eleven. I. Uh, it yeah. was late. We spoke for about forty five minutes. Give or take, yeah. And I knew knew you were not happy with what I had to say. At yeah, the, at the tail end, but l- let's not go into that. No, but I say it from a place of love. I know you do. You know, I know you're gay. I said love. Yeah. Go okay. ahead. Anyway, um, after that. My phone was blowing up with people giving thumbs up to my, what I said in my statement I made after the fact. Saying, yeah, I woke up to the text that said, oh, look, bitch fist deleted his shit. And, but, but, I get, I literally, I want to say, had 30 replies to that comment that were all piling on him or a thumbs up. Well, in regard to... And it's not what... Go ahead. I'm sorry. It, it, it's... Don't come across as a fucking bully. I wasn't. I didn't come across as a bully. I came across as somebody. Hey, just advice. Take it or leave it. Until Herm shitting your Cheerios, and then it's all fucking over. No, but I, I'm just fucking with you, bro. I don't like fucking advice. If I ask you for it, I ask you for it. If not, shut I'm up. always gonna give you advice, and yeah, ain't nothing you can goddamn. Dude, if some strange motherfucker I don't know from Adam. Starts telling me what I What's wrong with Adam? Do? He's a friend of mine. Don't believe in God. Fuck Adam. Not that Adam. I was oh. talking about another Adam. Lives in Florida. Hey, Adam Keeman, if you're listening, good on you, bro. I'm just not big on unsolicited advice. I got you. No, I, I understand that point. And I get it. I understand. But we all get it. Like like Lynch is talking about. And again, I don't have permission from the person to speak on this, so I won't. But what I'm going to say is, you know, Lynch is... is, 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 is I'm not going to say flowering it but he's he's massaging it he's easing it he's, he's trying to give me what you know brothers would do and i'm like dude how many times have i said this in the last two weeks you're missing the fucking point but at the end of the conversation what did i say i said it last night before we hung, hung up the phone it's why we're not beating each other to death right it, now it, it's it's not what was said how it was delivered now let me go to another point because obviously you heard us uh You'll hear us make more jokes, and everybody will be like, what the fuck are these guys talking about? We have about? a lot of inside things. There are <laughs> there are some people out there who, and Lynch will tell you this, I've said this for many, many years, even long after Big Herm and I were uh, you know, early 20s roommates and whatnot, if you operate on 50% of the information, you're 100% of an idiot. And, and when people, and it, this goes to your internet, idiot bully etc so forth 
want to use the internet as their pulpit, that's fine. Enjoy enjoy your 15 to 20 followers who are going to pray at the altar of f- fill in name here. Well, but uh, what when it starts to affect someone's personal life to an extent that it I don't want to say what is what is the thing the kids say now? It dulls your shine. I don't give a fuck about my shine. What I care about is my own personal happiness. That stuff can affect you. And if you if you are one of those people that uses Facebook as your personal pulpit to uh, run this person down or run this person down or myself or Herm or Lynch or anybody else, you're an asshole. Go fuck yourself. And what did I say the other day when you said I should reply to a spe- specific post on Facebook? What sure. Did, what did I say? I don't want to put my reputation, Herm's reputation, or Chris's rep- your reputation on the line. What reputation do I have left after this bullshit? <laughs> Sorry, folks. A little personal uh, addendum right there. We're, but we're building a new relationship with this podcast. Why do I want to do something that's going to sully that and just get people angry for no fucking reason? You know what I say? Yeah. Fuck them. I... You know, and and to Mike's point, I maybe I was an asshole last night. I I, I thought it was polite. I thought, I thought you were polite. I too. thought it came across as, as just. You I was know. there. I saw it. And for him to Fuck call, you, Herm. for him to call me a fucking geriatric asshole, was unwarranted. Well, that's when the and I, I will say this. And that's in when your shit, defense, you never once insulted said ignoramus. Idiot. Yeah, but. He sure did fire off the insults at a rapid pace, and that's when I got involved. And look, I'm shameless. I insulted him like nobody's business. Well, I agree with what Mike says. Unsolicited opinions are unsolicited opinions. You don't. You don't have to. Wait. Sometimes you 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 learn. You don't have to acknowledge them. Sometimes you learn a nugget of information from those unsolicited. Don't shake your head at me. I will slap the ever loving piss out of you, Chris. I'm going to say, in Mike's defense, being a business owner. I understand. Oh, that's different. That's business. You don't, I, uh, reprimand, you don't reprimand somebody in public. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Time out, offside. You, you praise. Time out, offside's clipping. If I'm no, being, no, no. If you... I'm being an asshole, and this is to my point, if I'm being an asshole and someone elbows me, whether I know them, like, say, uh, at the roaster, if somebody who I maybe just met, who technically is a stranger, says, hey, been a little bit of an asshole. Maybe I am. Let me think about that for a second. And one of two reactions is going to happen. Yeah, I'm being an asshole. I'm going to curb it. Or fuck you. At least I have a moment to think about it. And you can get those nuggets from strangers. Um, Look, I'm going to throw a cheap plug out here. Speedway Review comes back this Wednesday when you're listening to this on Wednesday or whatever. Live on Facebook. Go find the Speedway Review. If you're a NASCAR fan, I'm back after two and a half months of not wanting to do fucking NASCAR anything. (laughs) And that's a longer story for another time. There are things I say on that show that are divisive in the NASCAR community. And people be like, I can't believe you said that about Austin Dillon. Well, okay, here's my thought on Austin Dillon. Thank you for bringing that up. Let me tell you what I think. Austin Dillon is a privileged cocksucker who only got his job because his daddy, is, his granddaddy, is Richard Childress. He's driving the famed number three car that was driven by Dale Earnhardt. 
that should not be given to a, a silver spoon child of privilege. That is, when you talk about baseball, there's like Babe Ruth, and, and you, you can run down the greats. Right. Dale Earnhardt is one of the greats. You don't put some unproven fuckwad in that car just because that's your grandson. Fuck you. But it is a business decision because I see dickhead over here giving me the eye. It was a business decision. Austin Dillon has won a couple races. He He's okay. When I think of... Let's go to the New York Yankees for a minute, because I know you hate the Yankees, and I know you hate the Yankees. Oh, I got a Yankees hat right here. See, he only got, he's only doing that for my my benefit. He's a Red Sox fan. Yeah, I know. Um, if if the Yankees traded away everything they had and brought a bunch of rookies, nobody's coming out. If you if you're not worthy, and the Red Sox, the same thing. I'll say the same thing about the Red Sox. Uh, storied franchise. If they traded away every bit of talent they either traded for, built or what have you, and just brought in a bunch of bums, yeah, they'll they'll win a couple games. A, a blind squirrel finds a nut in the forest every now and again. But there's a certain respect you have to hold. And if somebody came, like another owner, picks up the phone and says, uh, hey, Hal Steinbrenner, it's me. Uh, uh, what's his name? Fuck, help me. None you guys wouldn't know. Mark Shapiro, uh, the guy who runs the Cleveland Indians. Yes. Um. I see what you're doing, but it's not the best business decision. Maybe you should rethink it. That's unsolicited advice. Sometimes you got to take it. And when I say these things, what's my? You've watched my racing podcast. Yeah. What's my favorite hashtag? FKB. FKB. Fuck Kyle Bush. Because I think, and I always say it, and I have to do it here. It's the last time you're gonna hear racing on the show, other than plugs. I think Kyle Busch is a fantastic race car driver. Kyle Busch could ride a John Deere riding lawnmower to victory lane. He's that good. His attitude pisses me off. He is a self in, self-absorbed fucking entitled prick. When they, He screamed on the radio this week when he got passed by Bubba Wallace. Ah! What's wrong, Kyle? Why am I getting passed by Bubba Wallace? Because he's faster than you, you fuck. Get moving. Well, and you just said it. It's attitude. And and that's what I draw out of my experiences in dealing with these Facebook marketplace people is that it's their attitude. You can ask what you want to ask for anything. But you, you don't be rude to people. You know, we, we want to take it off post. Take it off post. We'll... we'll PM, PM each other. Great. That's fine. I've had that happen to me. I've had it happen during to me. the show that I'm recording on Wednesday nights. By the way, if you're a NASCAR fan, check out Speedway Review live on Facebook every Wednesday. Chris and Chris and Corey. Chris and Corey um, and new producer Jordan. I oh, I can't say his last name. Balasico. Am I doing that right, Jordan? Tell me. Probably. Junction dysfunction at gmail.com. Um, but I'm gonna wrap this up and just say that you know. To Mike's point, unsolicited advice is just that. If you don't like it, let's discuss it privately. Is reach this out. where we sing Kumbaya? No, just reach out to me and say, hey, <laughs> dude, I, you know, I, I don't need your advice. I don't need your, your opinion. I'll say, okay, cool. Have a nice night. All right. So as we wrap this up, um, do any of you have any shout outs you want to give to anybody this week? No, you good? Chris, you? Uh, yeah, I do. I want to say hello to Derek and Sarah. Um, they've been waiting for this podcast, and, and they're 
they're really intense. They're, they like the page. Uh, by the way, go find us on Facebook. Uh, Dysfunction Junction Show is the Facebook. If you have show ideas, go to junctiondysfunction at gmail.com. Uh, comments, criticism, praise, whatever you want, show ideas. We'll be there. We'll read every now and again. If we get a really intriguing email, who's running the email, by the way? Is that you, Herm? That's okay, so Herm, Herm. Herm, is, Herm will pick out a couple emails, and we'll read them and respond to you respectfully. Uh, past that, I want to thank my daughter for pushing me to get back into podcasting. Uh, I want to thank you, Lynch. Yep. Uh, again, those, those long phone calls saying, we should do a show. We should do a show. We're wasting the good shit on our phone conversations. Thank you to Herm, who, when I first approached him, said, eh, I don't know, I don't know. And then he got the vision. He goes, hey, you still need a producer? I'm in. So uh, thank, to, thank you to both of you, and thank you to everybody who listens. Tell your friends the only way this grows is through you. Without you, there is no us, and I cannot stress it enough. Eventually, when we get enough of... A following, we will open up a Patreon where you'll get bonus shows, extra content. We will have, obviously, the uh, obligatory $5 level. I would like to introduce a $12 level, which people will get some extra shit. And, of course, a larger level where you can throw us ideas and we will do your ideas as a show. Lynch, anything? I just want to thank the both of you for coming into a point in my life where I kind of need need that focus to do something. And I look forward to this every week. And uh, I missed doing the co-host gig with you on the old show. Um, Eventually, through therapy, it, I will learn how to say the name. <laughs> I, I, Can you say a letter in the name? Oh, oh! I, I don't. I don't want to bring up bad memories or just like trash anybody. Not what we're here to do. The old show wasn't a bad memory, just bad personnel. Uh, there were speed bumps along the way. I'll just say that. And we 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 have a we came here with a vision. We talked about it before we even laid months. down a, months months before we even recorded our first uh, promo. We're, we're, we have a focus and we have a vision, and we are focused on doing. Providing good content and providing provocative content, mm. thought-provoking. Let's let's get people again engage in conversation. And to my point with the whole internet troll things, I'm all about good conversation. I didn't come across as being a dick. I came across as you know, hey, just so you know. And it's the reactionary type thought and, and and just process of how they reacted to me was to me came across as like well i'm sorry dude i didn't mean to piss on your readies right i just you know we 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 all need to listen to each other be thankful for each other and understand where we all stand amen at the end of this podcast even though mike fucking flipped out on me earlier <laughs> I'm still going to love him like a brother. Well, it's not going to change anything. Right. And Chris and I have had this discussion multiple times on the phone. I could tell he was heated last night. I, I respect why he was. You're doing it again. You're doing it again. 
<laughs> Don't fucking give me that look. Yes, ma'am. But you understand what I'm saying, Chris. Right. It, it's out of a place of love. It's not out of a place of judgment. Gotcha. Don't judge each other. Don't be so quick to judge each other. Respect each other. And just fucking listen. Right. Agreed. Tune in. Turn off. And fucking conversate. That's my, my my mission in this podcast. This is the part where I say Dysfunction Junction is a presentation of Big Herm Productions in association with Jabroni Studios recorded at the Lynch Compound at an undisclosed location. We will back we will be back for you next week and every week therefore to open the conversation and with that we say good night. Good night.